right, listeners, welcome back to the Nurse Man Dan Show with your host, Nurse Man Dan, as always. I probably seem a little tired tonight. It's because I am. I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm tired of working all the time. I'm actually doing this little late night episode uh, in the comfort of my own bed, so I don't know if the audio is going to sound off or not, but I just had to get a couple of things off my, excuse me, off my, uh, just to show you what a fucking ridiculous world and time we're living in right now. So we have these, like, uh, uh, they're like yearly evaluations of like your management um, at the, wherever you work, right? Where I work, at least. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they were like, oh, you got to get it in today. You got to get it in today. You got to get it in today. So I'm like, all right, fuck, I'll do it real quick. Sweet. So I go to do it. And I took pictures of this and I will put it up on my um, on my uh, website. So like the first question is something about military service. There's like another like a standard kind of question. And then the the next question is, I'm not to let me put, where's my phone at? What, like what what is your sexuality and then what is your gender? Something like that. And just because it was just bizarre to me that as healthcare professionals, that's like one of the options. Like it's male and female. Which one are you? And one of the things on there that like I didn't know what this one was is uh something called a gender queer. I don't know what a gender queer is, but I do know then when I asked my people at my job what a gender queer was, everybody wanted me to like, hey, what you can't say that out loud. You can't say that out loud. And it's like, what do you mean? Why can't I say that out loud? Why are you asking me if I identify as a gender queer and then I can't ask what a gender queer is? Like you quiet, Magnus. Like they want it to be in everybody. It's not, it wasn't just me. Everybody had the same reaction. Like, what the fuck is this? And I'll, I'll go through the list because, like I said, I took a picture. But they're like, why does this have – what does this have to do with – oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, I'm, I apologize about that. About that. What does it have to do with us – dude! Rating the um, – you know, rating our managers and whatnot. And I, I told him – and I don't even know if this is true. I, I'm going to – I would put money to that's true is what they'll do is that they will get these submissions that are supposed to be, you know, confidential. They're not confidential. Like they know who you are when you're sending these in. The managers might not know, but the employer knows who is saying what for sure. Um, don't let them tell you otherwise. Okay. Don't, don't let them tell you otherwise. Uh, so, and I know that's true because if somebody wrote in there any comments and I wrote, you know, somebody wrote, yeah, I think I'm just going to come in here and blow this fucking place up or something. I guarantee you somebody would be at that employee's door. Right. So they do see who's writing it. So when everybody's like, oh, they don't know, they want us like, yeah, yeah, they do. So I asked, like, you know, what's a gender queer? What's gender fluid and all this stuff? And it was just such a it was it was I was actually kind of shocked of how hush hush everybody wanted to be about it, but they want this all inclusive, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, let's mix everything. Let's just get everything going together, you know? And it's like, okay, so 
I don't know what a genderqueer is. I never looked it up because I don't care. But what I was curious about is like just to see the reaction. Like, hey, here's one of my options. I was just curious, you know, what's a genderqueer? And the way it was responded to me seemed like it was like a bad word to say. But but they want us to do it. This is what they're promoting. So what in my mind, what's happening is that they'll send these surveys into, you know, some company who runs algorithms and they're going to find out if somebody identifies as a gender queer, gender fluid, whatever it is, asexual, whatever they identify as or how that works. And they see that they are not as satisfied in their work environment. And it, they see that across the board, like it's the gender queers that are not happy in their work environment, then what's going to happen is because it's such a crazy day today that like people are losing jobs, people are getting sued, and the courts are just going with it. Like, you know, yeah, today I'm a, uh, I, I identify as a, a German shepherd. And every time I am driving, I jump out of the car and I piss on a fucking fire hydrant, right? Like me, a grown man. And then say, you know, somebody says, you can't do that. You're, you know, what is it? A uh, public indecency. Be like, you can't tell me who, what I, I'm a dog. Okay. I can piss wherever I want. And honestly, I might take a ship right in your a ship, you know, a shit right in your yard. And then you'll come pick it up. Right. Like where we're at today is like, that's acceptable. You, that person could go run into the cops. I felt threatened and violated. You know, I am a shih tzu inside. It's your bullshit inside is what you are. But they want us to get this normalized. So instead of asking like, you know, let's see how these people feel like I'm cool, but we don't need to restructure the entire everything is, you know, there's been men's and women's bathrooms. Correct me if I'm wrong. Since, you know, indoor plumbing was regular, pretty modern. I don't know if there's ever been gender fluid bathrooms, right? I mean, ever since I've grown up, it's always been man, you know, men or woman, unless you go to Outback and it might be blokes and Sheila's. Okay. Still means man and woman, but there's no man bathroom, woman bathroom, a shim bathroom and a sure bathroom, right? No, you get a handicap bathroom. Maybe they can use that one. There, there's one. They can have their own private stalls. Why do they need to go piss and shit and the opposite thing? And this is the other part too. It's about, oh, we need to include everybody's feelings, it's like, well, what about the ladies that are in the restroom that don't want that in the bathroom? What about guys who were out drinking one night, you know, and had some shitty food and they go to, you know, take a shit. And like this girl who identifies as a, a man now comes in there. I mean, no, guys don't want to guys don't want to shit in front of women just as much as women don't really care to shit in front of guys. I imagine unless you're into that, which is weird. But we're not asking, what about their feelings? Like I said before, you know, uh, it might have been on that Dr. Phil episode um, with Joe Rogan when he was saying that, you know, they keep talking about the rates of suicide for not encouraging children to be, you know, what they feel like they should be. Like, you know, a child at three years old, four years old, decides it wants to be a boy or vice versa, a girl, whatever it was, get a sex change instead of like the parents, one, and then two, the doctors saying like, no, absolutely not. Like, what are you doing? You're not fully developed. You're still growing. 
You're not old enough to vote. You can't smoke a cigarette, buy a beer, or join the military. But you can decide to, you know, mutilate your body. So he was saying, you know, if 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 turning kids down from allowing them to express how they really feel and who they really are has always been such a huge issue with kids and people who have these problems with suicide that you would see throughout history. You know, masses of people having suicidal, having these things, but you don't, you don't see that in the past because this isn't something that's been, this is something new that's happening recently in the span of humanity. And I didn't mean there might've been a few people 400 years ago walking around in drag, but I'm talking about the fact that now we are saying it's, we should be having drag queens teach our children in elementary schools how to have sex. We should be allowing boys to go in girls' bathrooms and girls go in boys' bathrooms. I mean, I am telling you guys, if it continues to go in this direction, where we just, nobody cares, nobody, I don't think anybody really thinks about long-term effects of some of the decisions and some of the things that are going on right now. Hang on. You know, I mean, I grew up as a redhead. I mean, I I am a redhead still. I'm balding now, unfortunately. But, I mean, life wasn't easy growing up as a redhead. You know, I'm I'm sure growing up poor, I'm not saying I grew up poor, but, I mean, I got bullied. I got bullied all the way up to, uh, what was it, eighth grade. You know what I mean? I hated going to school. Redhead, glasses. I mean, just... In the same shit you hear, I've heard 34 years, like the same, I've heard every single redhead joke there is. And some of them are quite, quite good. I like some of them quite a bit. Um, but over time it just gets like, okay, I get it. Uh, you know what I mean? But one day I just said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm tired of being bullied. It's not going to happen anymore. And then you just do what you do. You make sure that People are aware you are not going to tolerate whatever that behavior is anymore. And then it just stops. It's crazy. It's crazy when you fucking crush a bully's ego and send them down the road, black and blue and bleeding. Then, then, then they don't mess with you anymore. I don't know why we're just letting bullies start to change the way most of the people in this country feel when it comes to that kind of stuff. Most people, if you were to ask them behind closed doors, because I think there's a lot of weak-hearted, soft-minded people that won't speak up and say how they really feel for the fear of repercussions, which is scary as shit, like I've said. They start scaring you into, you can't say this, you can't say that, or this and that. I mean, that's taking your speech away, man. That's, I mean, that, what are we... That's bad. I hope everybody understands that. But now, I mean, that's what's happening now. Now we're, you know, medical charts. What, what does the patient identify as? What was the patient born with? What does the patient feel emotionally he or she is physically? What is his spiritual realm name? All kinds of dumb, frick, I'm trying to cut less, all kinds of dumb stuff. And I, I think what, I mean, I, I can tell you 
they, they re restructured the like management mm, structure at the place where I work and like the boss that I have now, I mean, I enjoy her. She's very nice. Um, it's a, it's a bullshit, it's bullshit work. So I don't blame her or any other boss in there. Like they're not the ones that made these policies. They're not the ones that are choosing to, they just have to do it cause they got a job, right? I'm probably just the most vocal about how much, how wrong <clears throat> woo, puberty, how wrong some of it is. And, um, but I mean, I, the, my manager today was like, Hey, you know, whenever this new person gets here, you know, you got to kind of clean up, you know, some of your jokes, some of the language. I wouldn't be dipping inside the office building anymore. And it's like, like, I get it, I guess. But if like, you're telling me already and that she's not even here yet that I really need to cut back because like this person is a little bit more corporate, I guess is a good word for it, which means she's going to make sure everything gets done by the books. Everybody gets billed correctly. I get that customer always first kind of mentality, right? No matter what it is on the nurse side is all I can imagine. So I'm just like, hell no. Like, I'm not going to wait around to, and try to change who I am because this new person coming in gets offended by a curse word or chewing tobacco. You know what I mean? But you've been a nurse for fucking who knows how long and have been all up in people's ass cracks and this is bothering you. Like, that's what I don't get. I don't get it. It It's just crazy. So anyways, my buddy, uh, John, he's a radiology, radiological technologist, whatever. He does x-rays and scans and stuff in the hospital. And he just signed a travel job. This is the first time he's done a travel job. And they're paying him, I think, um, Right now, and this is his first gig, like I said, they're paying him probably about twice what he was making, roughly, at his normal hourly hospital rate. And then he just sent me a text the other day, and it was a an email from his the boss or whoever the travel company was, and says, hey, uh, we've really enjoyed having you here. Um, we would love to uh, have you extend your contract for another three months, and... Um, also, this is the new, this was what your pay would be. $115 an hour. One, I mean, like, what? Do, and I'm just thinking, like, he only works three days a week now. And then he has fun the other days. And he makes good money. Like, good for him. I'm not jealous. I'm not envious. I mean, it might be. No. He did what he did because he made that choice. And, like, that's what I'm saying now. I am done. I mean, this is you're by yourself all day. I mean, you're with your patients, but most of, most of them can't hear you. Like I've said, they don't walk, they don't talk. It's just like, you're just surrounded by pre-death people. And then you go home or you're in the office doing corrections and, or you're getting, you know, an update on some new policy that the company is having implemented, you know, so you're just by yourself all the time. And then you come home and you still got charting to do. And then you just wake up and you do it again and again and again. And it becomes this very, just almost like a dream loop. Like, it's like, damn, didn't I just do this deja vu every day? Like, whoa, woke up. Oh, got already behind us. Oh, got more. Oh, these pages. Oh, add more patients. Oh, here comes the phone. I can't do it anymore. I don't know how anybody has done. 
a full-time home health nursing job ever. And like I said, you know, I feel like I'm a fairly efficient nurse. Um, I Alexa literally just said, hey, play Haunted Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Sh- Alexa, off! Great song, though. I saw her in concert when I was younger. Got to shake her hand twice on stage. Oh, it was awesome. That's before life kicked in. Adulthood. Responsibilities. You know, all the shit you don't want to do. So anyways, there's my predicament. I just, I don't know what... I'm not doing this job. My goal is to not be working at this job in the beginning of February, hopefully. And like, you know, the, I, I did, I had turned down a, uh, uh, a nursing job, three 12 hour shifts. Uh, I think that one was like 110 an hour just working in an ER. Okay, sweet. Like, done it before, let's go, right? But I turned it down because I refused to miss time with my my daughter when I have her. But at this point, I, I mean, every time I do have her, at some point, my mom will come watch her or, um, or take her out or something so that I can just get caught up on work stuff from the week and get ready for the stuff that's coming up. And it, like, eats into time with my daughter. Fridays were supposed to be my days that I pick her up. I've been picked up a few times. Then we move some stuff around so that, you know, I could go pick her up on Fridays. And then that just caused a whole bunch of issues. And, you know, this is just not for me. I don't know who it's for. Uh, low key, a lot of the nurses that, or at least the ones I talk to. So, and I don't even know how many nurses we have, but a lot of them aren't super happy that our boss is leaving. So maybe... Maybe everybody's just going to quit when she leaves. Excuse me. You know, whatever. Um, It's just, it's too much work. And, you know, they keep saying this new, you know, this new way they're doing healthcare at my company, you know, starting next year is moving away from having in-home nursing visits as often. I think is how I'm understanding it. They'll be doing all telehealth stuff. So these 85, 90 year old people who have a hard time seeing and a hard time hearing also sometimes have a hard time moving. Um, they're going to be expected to, you know, dick around with technology that they've never grown up with. I mean, that's cool for people like our age when we get older, because we just know what a cell phone is. We know how to text. Like we just grew up with it. They didn't. So it's all new to them and we're just pushing it on them. Like here, this is, this is the way we're going. And um, like I said, people, you know, they keep saying this is going to be great because, and their big things are, it's going to make our workload easier because all we'll have to do at this point is go out, see the patients and do, you know, if there's labs do, if there's a catheter change or just the teaching, but other than that, all will be responsible. I mean, that's all we'll be. We will be responsible for instead of having to deal with the care plans, making uh, visit sets, how often you're seeing them, doing all the scheduling, uh, following up with all the doctors. All, I mean, the list of things that you have to do with these patients is incredibly ridiculous, and supposedly that's going to be taken out of our hands. And they're, they're you know they're hiring thirty new. 
what do they call them, telehealth nurse positions for this reason, at least where I'm the where I work in this region. And then it was like the a week. I mean, we just had a big meeting where they said there's a significant reduction in the amount of nurses going into nursing school. And there's also an incredible, surprising, right? Um, trend of healthcare providers, doctors, nurses, everybody getting out of healthcare. So now I'm just, I mean, like you don't even have to dig super deep. I don't think I might just be missing something. I might just be hard biased against this job because it sucked the soul out of my body this year. Um, but you, you take, you take the nurses out of the home visit. So then they're, they're not paying nurses to go see patients as off the, the bottom line. There's, which is why I just don't buy it. They are saying it's going to be less work for us. Um, and they aren't going to increase the patient load. I don't see how the people that are still working in the field are going to continue to work in the field. If they're taking visits away right in place of these telehealth visits. So where these nurses go and then where do the nurses, where the nurses coming from to, to fill these telehealth jobs. Like after we just talked about the amount of people getting out of the field. I mean, in hospitals, like at least the one I'm at right now, isn't too bad. You know, they, I feel like they do okay by their employees. The job itself is, Sorry. The job itself isn't like hard physically. Um, and it, like I said, it's not the, any of the managers faults for it being the way it is. It's the Medicare and Medicaid and all these insurance companies that are, are ruining healthcare and ruining your lives and making a lot of money while they're doing it. I mean, you know, and then you, we get, you get people that have been being seen or like have had a condition for the longest time. And I will just ask them basic stuff about like, Hey, are you, how are you doing with this? And they, you know, they don't know what I'm talking about and they're living at home and they want me to go and fix it. It's like, how, why did you send me in here? Like this person has been on Coumadin you know, for 25 years and like now I don't now now what? What do you want me to go teach her? You know what I mean? She's old as fuck. That's what I try to explain to these people. Like what do you want me to do? I don't expect these people to go out and run multiple miles. All I do is expect them to get up at a decent time every day, avoid napping as much as possible, and don't sit all day. You should you should spend less time sitting every day than you do sitting. But, you know, nobody does. It's very rare. Very rare. And then it's too late. And it's just, you know, it's frustrating. I'm telling you, it's frustrating. I don't know what's more frustrating. The fact that, you know, being salary also, by the way, I don't think I'll ever do another salary job ever, 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 ever. You end up making like probably half, maybe a little over half of what your hourly pay, I guess, would be with the amount of hours you work for sure. And I usually try to do 
decent chart. I really try to focus and make sure I, I focus less on the charting and more on getting the information to the patient. I don't like to go into the house and open up my laptop and stare at a screen and go down, you know, neurological, respiratory, cardiac, you know, musculoskeletal, integumentary, all that shit, medication management. I don't like doing that. Half the time when I first get in the house, I just set my bag down and I sit down and I just say, Hey, what's going on? How you feeling? Anything new going on? And like, I don't even open it up. And then they appreciate that because you're not staring at a screen. You're looking at them in the eye like you actually have some kind of, you know, goal. Like you're invested in their care. But, um, so it's just so it's wild. And I just don't know. I am going to, like I said, look for the travel job. I can, I don't, and I just didn't want to go back to the operating room because it's so boring, but for $115 an hour, $110 an hour, I mean, I'll, I'll do, I'll be a scrub nurse doing rectal surgery all day. I don't give a shit. Ha ha. No pun intended, but like, I really don't care because then I'll be able to start like, you know, then I'll be able to, I'll be working less, which means I'll have more time with my daughter. I won't have to take work home with me. It'll just be done when I leave. I'll be able to spend more time with my daughter. Quality time that I'm missing out on dealing with, once again, people's life mistakes. For the most part, like I'm ready to be done with that. I'm ready to be able to go. And it might sound selfish, which is one reason I have like a hard time. I feel like wanting to pull the trigger because in my heart of hearts, I feel like I am actually doing decent good for some of these people the ones that are actually listening like when they get better i feel good about it um but i mean it's uh and plus like i said it's not it's not even about getting people better we just make sure that's what i'm saying i'm really just a street drug dealer uh that's you know certified by a, a doctor to check their pills like that's all i'm doing is making sure these drug dealers or, you know, these drug recipients are taking their drugs correctly. Like, that's what I do. You haven't fallen? Okay, cool. You can go to the bath. You can go pee-pee, poo-poo on your own. You okay? You know, even if I saw, and then you send in your assessments and, you know, it could be a 90-year-old guy that walks around the house better than I do. And I'd send in there, you know, send in my assessment saying, as far as ambulation goes, patient doesn't need any assistive devices. No cane, walker, wheelchair, and he had no uh, dyspnea walking around the house. But then they'll send me something back like, well, it says this here, this patient has, you know, asthma and, um, you know, has a history of smoking, uh, so he can't be that. So you need to change this to this. It's like, which I've just started doing. I've started literally doing my charting the way I know they want it to look because I'm so fucking tired of having to do these corrections. For that reason specifically, you weren't in the house. You didn't see this person. You didn't hear this person. You didn't see what the house smelled or looked like. But you're telling me, the one who was in the house observing and actually doing stuff, that you know more about this patient than I do. And then that just adds more and more time to my charting. And I'm just not doing this. You know, get your telehealth visit stuff out there and y'all can fuck around with that and see how, in my opinion, I mean, I would imagine, I'll tell you some stats I'd love to see. 
once this has been up for like a year or two. I'd like to see hospital readmission rates. Um, I'd like to see compliance issues with medications. Like, I don't see any of these improving by removing providers from the homes and then replacing us with tablets. I don't see how that's going to improve anything. But that's what we're doing. You know, $15 an hour minimum wage, and here we go. Automatic checkout everywhere because they'll just fucking get a machine to do your job. That's why I'm saying, you know, these they're not going to implement this strategy so that in and therefore you know uh result in us having less work to do and more time to do stuff that we would like to do outside of work i just don't believe that that's possible i think it's because what's going to happen is i think we still will see patients but so we'll be seeing as many patients as we do now we just won't be seeing them as often, but we'll still be doing starter cares and evaluations and all that kind of shit. I think, I don't know. I'll let you know whenever it gets to that point in time. I just, um, and, you know, and plus, you know, travel job, most places say as long as you're over 50 miles, 50 miles, I'll drive that. I could drive that each day. I don't care. I drive a hundred miles. I don't care for 110 bucks an hour. Ooh. That's another thing too. The the amount of wear and tear that goes on your car during home health doing home health is crazy. You know, I know you get like gas reimbursement and whatnot, but it's I, I I have no doubt in my mind that in like the long run, you're you're paying more out of pocket because you are wearing the car out that much faster. So it's really like I don't understand. I don't understand why I've been here so long. Probably because I just like damn, I just need to work and but. You know, I was talking to my dad. He was like, you know, you really need to make up your mind. Start thinking like, is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? Or at least while you're working, you know, anyways, from his point is the older you get, the harder it is to stay motivated to make change. And, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's anything else out there that I could start off making anywhere near what I'm making now. And still be able to like support like where I live and like stuff for my daughter, even though I know I'd be significantly happier. I know I would be so happy if every day I woke up and I knew I got to go cut grass winter or, or, you know, summer. If I could just go cut grass every day, maybe big fields, do the trimming, like the edge mulch, like I would do that for sure. And I would be content being outside sweating, making things look nice, not sitting all day, staring at people's, you know, leg sores and their, you know, ass craters and their belly cheese. Like, it's just like, I'm 34. I'm tired of going in places and looking at nasty stuff, nasty stuff that really very rarely gets better because we just don't do anything. We just keep we just keep treating the burned hand. Here you go. Here's your burned hand. Oh, let's wrap it up. Here's your burned hand. Like that's all it is. Anyways, that's it for tonight. I think it was just a that whole drop down thing. You know, gender queer. You can't say that. It's like it's a fucking option. I can't say it. Anyways, wild times. Wild times. I um. 
I hope you all have a fantastic night, and uh, I will talk to you all soon. Um, Have a uh, good night, and I will be in touch. Say prayers. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. God bless. Also, guys, don't forget to please check out my website. Um, Send me any questions, any topics you would like covered. Send this to friends, family. Let's get this out there and let's see if we can maybe make some kind of change. Maybe not across the board, but maybe in your life or uh, the life of somebody you love. All right. So uh, once again, take it easy. Thanks for listening. Be well, eat well, sleep well.